What up, everybody? It's the well-spoken token coming at you again with another episode. Guys, 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 it is so nice to be back. I know I said that last episode, but gosh, for the next few podcasts, I'm probably just going to tell you, I really appreciate y'all. You have no idea how much of a joy it is to get a chance to like sit down, collect my thoughts, and then project them into a microphone and hope to God that people are listening. It's like screaming at a wall. You ever talk like people say talking to a brick wall is like a, a bad thing. They say like it's a bad thing. For me, it's like, hell yeah, I hope that brick wall is listening. So all y'all, please be receptive brick walls, y'all. Strong seven out of ten on that one. I was trying. I was shooting for the fences. I really can't wait to. Uh, we, we're we're trying out another uh, another uh, style here, so there's not gonna be any sound effects. Hey, just in case you're missing the sound effects or something like that, you know, hit us up on the Facebook and junk. Tell us to bring sound effects back because I love it. Literally only had it for like one episode. One episode, but I feel like everybody's gonna miss it. They're gonna come back and be like, "Man, those sound effects were really dope." I was ready for the bigger and better. Where's the better portion? Okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know most people will probably find those sound effects probably cheesy and a little annoying, but fuck it. I love it. Mm. Nah, uh, shit. Today I'm feeling real good, guys. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and open this. Uh, bro, how you feeling? I'm all right. You know, I'm, I'm a little bummed out over some of the news going on. Yeah, but... actually, we definitely do need to go ahead and get into that. Like I say, I'm feeling good. And I guess I say this because like uh, it is a celebration, right? First of all, it, it is a celebration. Uh somebody is no longer in pain true uh you know it, it it might be selfish of us uh it well actually grief is selfish uh for those guys that don't know what i'm talking about i mean if your facebook feed hasn't been inundated with this if you don't see it all over google or on the news we have lost a king we have lost a father a son cousin uncle you know a master of his fucking craft. Indeed, a master of his fucking craft. Uh, an individual who was ready to take a role and really ex- explode. He he embodied uh, one of my favorite Marvel characters, and so probably what a lot of people would say me as a, a black male would be my favorite Marvel character. He's not, uh, you know. Shout out to Black Panther and everything like that. But we're talking about the late great Chadwick Boseman, and it really pains me to say it in that manner to say late great because the man was only 43 when he passed that's not a very it's not late time at all that was, was a really young man uh he sadly he lost his battle to colon cancer uh you know he battled it for four years and uh you know passed uh in his home with his wife and children uh which again uh, is a blessing in itself just that he was home and able to you know be around the family and his loved ones in his last time and moments so many people that are affected or afflicted by these kinds of diseases are stuck in cold hospital rooms, man. And you can only hope. Right. Especially maybe, during the quarantine. Absolutely. Especially now, you know, you can only hope that maybe one of your family members or somebody there is, is there to see you in those last moments, you know? So we're really thankful for that. We are all saddened, of course, by his passing, but you got to think about the things that he gave us during this time frame. That is probably like the hardest that a person could probably go through. Uh, you know, knowing that, that that he's possibly dying, you know, and he gave us Black Panther, you know, the five bloods, the fucking uh, five bridges. Or is it? Is it five bridges? 21, 21 bridges. bridges. Yeah. Sorry. I was trying not to say 21 Jump Street because I yeah. know he wasn't in that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but no, no, no. Uh, yeah. 21 Bridges. A lot of movies uh, and, and a lot of work. Uh, for, a lot it, of characters. I, I I don't mean that I'm not trying to toot horns or, or do any self like small flexing or anything like that. But the the minor amount of work that I've done on movie sets and things like that tell me that 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 is a long process that's something that takes a lot out of you it can be very tiring long ass days uh doing and saying the same things over and over and over again 
or or in his case going through action sequences and like you know dealing with doubles and making sure to check in and makeup checks that's a lot for a person to go through and anybody that's had family members that's, that have dealt with this cancer thing uh by the way fuck cancer um yeah, because that, that, that's just something, you, you know, you got to kind of throw out there. It's a terrible disease. Nobody wants to be afflicted with it. But those of you that that that, that have had family go through this, you know how hard that is that can be. And for a man like that to step up and continue to work, continue to explore his craft, continue to feed his motherfucking family. Yeah. Uh, you know, like. Oh, they're set. During. Yeah. Absolutely. I pray they're set. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's one thing I will say. I, I definitely pray that they're set. I hope. You, you know, we all can speculate on, on wealth and, and things like that. But yeah. when Nipsey passed, right, you know, we didn't know necessarily how that whole situation was going. You know, Lauren London doesn't have custody of his kids, you know, right. that kind of thing. It, it, it's still hard. Like even after like not just the passing of these people, like when these celebrities and people like that, die, their loved ones have to go through these things. There's so many assets. I mean, like I yeah. would put it like I would assume just based off uh, Chadwick's character that his his estate is pretty good. Yeah, you know I don't see why he would um, why why he would like mess up the bag on that situation. Yeah, and plus I think you he know, had people in his he's life. He's completely married. You know, his his kids are one hundred percent like uh, like legitimate. Like, his like yeah, legitimate. His I didn't want to say it like all fucked up. Yeah, no, it's really difficult to discuss patronage like patronage. I don't know. Like, <laughs> paternity but, shit. Yeah, it, that that's a better that that's it. Per, uh, paternity. It's really difficult to talk about that kind of stuff. But they were all his children, so we are very thankful. That uh, that that they have some sort they of have claim. somebody it, or yeah exactly some sort of claim to his estate and you know we're just uh you know prayers out to them you know as they deal with this really hard time frame and everything like that um I'm very interested to see where uh, Marvel goes with this yeah you know, yeah like, there's talks on the internet of like hoping that like uh, Shuri, gets Shuri to, takes it I did see that I've been I'm seeing that a lot and actually I think there was actually there was a time frame in um in in the Black Panther mythos where um. Shuri or yeah, there was yeah, there was a nigga. I'm the same, almost the same caliber comic nigga that you are. Oh, absolutely. I'm mostly talking to the audience. Yeah, I feel you. 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 Uh, But yeah, so Shuri uh, takes over as the Black Panther for a while. So there is a possibility of that. Personally, if I were Marvel, if I would do it, I would probably have like I think that they might have to do some rewrites or something like that to the second movie because I I think it's already shot and supposed to be. It's probably already shot. They're probably gonna have to work some new shit in. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Personally, like to me, it's like losing Christopher Reeves. Like I wasn't old enough to, like, really be affected by Christopher Reeves' death. But I, I mean, I think that the sentiment might be the same. No, I, I so think it's so like too. really hard to see somebody else in that same fucking position where it's like you, you were literally iconically that character, right? Like to everybody, like and I just, I, I personally, I'd prefer for y'all to just like immortalize the role like immortalize the role not hang his raptors because like there's been so many fucking batmans batman there's been so many fucking jokers yeah but i I can't expect a company to be like i'm not gonna use this ip ever because i I feel like honestly as cool as uh as as it would be i think that we do give it some time but like when we do have a revamping of the black panther or if there is something like if we give it that time if you guys really do take that that opportunity to let it breathe you know and, and and give chadwick that honor yeah, uh, that when you do select someone else, or if you do push for something else, that it comes off like way better and more tasteful, right. organic, and you know, not like we're just trying to continue to. Yeah, we're not just trying to fill a pocket. hole that this motherfucker. Like, it, yeah, that too. Like, we're not just trying to fill a hole between that and um, and Chadwick. You know, of course. I was I was actually pulling my phone to try to see what the time frame was between uh, Christopher Reeves' death and well, not his death. But uh, his final Superman. I mean, I don't. I, you can returns. probably speculate. Uh, speculate. I think the only Superman movie to come out 
after before Man of Steel and after the original like Superman, well, Superman Returns. Yeah, yeah. And I think they like they thought that that was tasteful enough. Yeah, because that was a good, good significant. I think that this is actually a good time to like try to push more animated presence for the Black Panther. It's true. It, it, I think that we can we can finally the same way that we eased people into Miles Morales because like well he, he comics and even in that universe yeah, it was but crazy. It, and yeah. then because I was like, remember when Miles first came through? Like, I'm not talking about like the, the Donald Glover when people were like, oh, my God, Spider-Man possibly could be black on screen, blah, 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 blah. It was like when Miles was first introduced in the Ultimate Comics. Yeah. And shit. Uh, that was there was a big backlash. Yeah, 2013, 2012. Yeah. It was like right after you got and out I, of high school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like right after I graduated. Yeah. And so like they it took a really long time for people to really start accepting Miles Morales as a normal household name. Like it went from Ultimate Comics and he lasted a good long run. And I don't think he actually got an animated mention or feature until he got it. He got Drake it. Bell Spider-Man. Yeah, Drake Bell's little bullshit Spider-Man yeah, Spectacular movie. Spider-Man. No, don't ever shit on Spectacular. <laughs> I'm sick of you fucking shitting on Spectacular. Which one is it? Uh, Spectacular. It's a fucking Ultimate Spider-Man. It's like the one that was on fucking... Nah, the Ultimate Spider-Man was born MTV. Like the MTV Spider-Man with the weird... No, bro. That's not it. I don't fucking know. I, I think that it's just Spider-Man or some shit. I'll, either way, it was a you know, bullshit series. Some, some kind of alliteration Spider-Man. It like, was a bullshit series. It wasn't that good. I'm sorry, Drake Bell. You, It just didn't convince me. No, he got a charge. What? He got a possible charge for what? like assaulting... A woman? Or His a girlfriend, person? yeah. God damn. Yeah. Damn, Drake Bell. You put those tiny women... He always looked like woman. a fucking woman beater, though. He did have the vibe. Like, after after Drake after Drake and Josh and after all that shit, like, he did kind of get that weird, like... Uh, he got big, I hit women vibes. Yeah, like, te- like wife beater vibes. Not yeah. like wife beater, like, literally, I'm beating women, but, like, like I'm wearing a wife beater. Yeah. Like, like the persona that Yellow Wolf might have, like, yeah. walking around. That's how I feel about Cole Sprouse. Now, Cole Sprouse might have hit a bitch. Like, I but I don't it. think he... Cole Sprouse looks like he might have elbowed a motherfucker. Like, definitely. I don't think he gives a fuck about who he punches. No, after like dealing with, and I don't even know if he's fought anybody before, but it just no, looks that like would be hilarious. That would be hilarious, like watching the Sprouse twins get into like a. It ball. Ain't the twins. Dylan is chilling. <laughs> chilling, Dylan. Dylan is chilling. Dylan don't give a fuck. Uh, he okay, he, he make video games. Dylan wait, don't wait. give a shit. Yeah, 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 I actually was really cool. That was, that was a uh, I saw some like brief little thing where he was like talking about that situation, but I don't know. Isn't it like an RPG? I don't fucking know. I'm not gonna play Dylan Sprouse's <laughs> fucking video game. No, no, no. So, what the fuck is Cole doing? Which one of them had the new? Cole is in Riverdale. Uh, Riverdale. Oh, playing what? Archie or? Uh, I don't fucking know. He plays Jughead, I think. Jughead. Is it Jughead? I don't, I don't know. Shit I don't about fucking Archie. Fuck with Archie. I never got the appeal. I don't I was like, get this it. Is, there's no. It's for like weirdo white kids and to like jack off the weird it, shit. They made it weirder because I was like, how did we get a live action one out of this? Uh, easy. It's been a, it's an old ass IP. People know that shit. People know Archie. I get it, but like I just remember walking by those thick ass Archie books and going, "What the fuck is Archie doing?" Some people that's, like that type of shit. It is, it is. We big. don't get big fucking Charlie Brown books, and I want to know what the fuck nah, Charlie Archie's is just doing. Different because like Archie looks like some shit that you don't think would be like kind of raw, but it's like low key raw. Well, I've heard. I don't a lot know. Of stuff All I know on. is it's got big. I jack off to this energy, and I'm not fucking with it. It's weird. Like, have you seen the females? Like, yeah. it's like Betty Boop. They like, bad. It's, it's like Betty Boop <laughs> evolution of I don't that, even know that their name. 
But then the, the Archie chicks. Jughead uh, Betsy. I don't know. I don't fuck. One with the black hair is cute though. I fuck with her. Hey, but that's like I think dark haired women in all comics and things like that have always been way cooler than they make the like the, the fair and the black haired girl is a hater too. I like this. Yeah, shit. she's either a hater or a fucking badass. Right. Or goddamn, like goth. Like she's got to have some kind of edge. Yeah, you know I like the edge. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, uh, what you call it? Uh, remember in fucking Pulp Fiction where Uma Thurman's like going down the list of bitches? <laughs> she's like nah. No, uh, full disclosure. I've never finished Pulp Fiction. You just couldn't get through it. I just can't. Storyline. It's too didn't... good to nap to. Oh, so you just always like turn like, it I'll on put it on night. before I go to bed. And that's then a terrible time to watch. I fall asleep. That's, ter- that's how Dad. I haven't had movies. the time. Bro. Pops, Pops calls me about movies all the fucking time because he has fallen asleep like midway through something and just been like, "Yeah, I watched it." And then I'm like, "Dad, how much of this did you watch? Watch about forty five minutes." I was like, "Nigga, you watched this movie like I studied for classes." Damn, half sleep. You wanted you wanted some fucking props <laughs> for that one. Nah, nah. I, I mean, I made myself laugh. With that you wanted one. a so high like, five with that. that one. That one was for me. If we had a high five sound, I would love to do it. But we ain't got the mixer for that. So whatever. No, we're trying the other one. We're Maybe trying. it sounds better. It, it possibly. <laughs> you know what's killing me? Like knowing, like last. I don't know how the the, the podcast is gonna come out because I haven't mastered it yet. Mm. But fucking, what if this sounds better? But only because I know more about what the fuck I'm doing. So it's like you could have made the same sound. Right. That, that is, uh, I think, uh, I think that plagues a lot of people and creators or anybody that's trying to do shit. It's just like, wait a minute. Is it the equipment that's it's making never the shit equipment. better? Or is it just me having more experience with the shit? It's never the equipment. Because like, it's exact. I, I, I would argue to say it's never the equipment because niggas do more with less. Right. Mm hmm. But then, because like you know, when Beck pulls out a fucking Game Boy and hooks it to the goddamn amp in the middle of the concert and starts playing some kind of like crazy beat, you're like, ah, damn, what's my excuse? Damn, Beck. but it's like Beck's been fucking touring for like ten, fifteen years. That nigga's old. Like, He's been nigga. doing this shit for damn near thirty. Like, goddamn. Yeah, man. man. Sex Loss came out in the nineties. Fucking fuck. Yeah. Ah, old. Very. Now speaking of old, man. Uh. I'm 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 27 now, dog, and I'm about to be 28 this year in like way less time than I thought I was going to be. And uh, as I was thinking about like fuck me, I'm getting old. I was like, damn, I remember when I was fucking 21. I was very excited about that time frame, you know, because everybody knows the milestone shit about being 21. It's time to drink, trying to get fucked up, you know. But for me, like I don't know, I've been drinking for a long ass time. I was just very excited to be able to buy my own liquor, you know, buy my own alcohol and shit. That's like very that. convenient too. A lot yeah. of niggas be sleeping on being able to buy your own shit. It's it that that's the biggest thing about it is the convenience. Like nobody knew they needed a fucking backup camera until somebody put one in the back of that motherfucker. I was like, yo, this is convenient. I don't need this at all. All I have to do is turn over and look around my sh- look over my shoulder. I still don't use that motherfucker. It's just there for me. It's just a natural habit for me to turn around. I also don't have a car with a backup camera. And I used to think again, like houses with stairs, I thought that was a symbol of oh, fucking wealth. wealth. Like, right. oh shit, backup camera, stairs, you got it all. This is a fucking rich oh, car. This is rich. Rich, rich. But we just moved into a house with stairs and I'm like, nah, we still struggling. <laughs> These stairs didn't do shit for me. It'll help me, man. You're not gaining that fucking weight and shit. I'm trying to lose that motherfucker. Hey, nigga, I've been trying to on and off lose the weight. For nah, like... bitch, you look you look good, bitch. Oh yeah, no, I feel good, motherfuckers. Y'all don't understand. When I started the podcast or when I when I put it this way, when I first started thinking about this podcast, my pant size was like 46, 48. Right. You gonna go with the pants size? You gonna get away? Yeah, out. nigga, fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga weak. He fucking right. He don't want to tell nobody he he, he over two fifty. Like, like, oh yeah, I was cool being over two fifty. Was the time frame when I was like breaching three hundred? That's when I was like, nah, fuck that. 
knocking on 300 I, though. Yeah, nah. When I was looking at that bitch, I was like, yo, there's no way I'm going to be walking around here looking like half a fucking Vespa. Yeah. Like, I just can't do that Vespa. shit. That's a full Vespa. <laughs> it's like a whole Vespa, nigga. You just walking around. But nah, nah, nah. So I like, I, I worked on it, did different shit. But these stairs are definitely going to work a, a nigga out. But I tell you what originally gave me all that weight. So right after I turned 21, I was able to buy my own liquor, but I didn't live in a liquor town. I lived in a fucking beer town. You had to drive to get your liquor. So, of course, I bought beer and I drank a fuck ton of beer. I was like, at a shameful amount of beer, actually. So much so that it gave me this motherfucking gut. And uh, people always tell me. You don't put that on beer? I don't put it all on beer. Fuck you. You don't tell everybody Bush made you fat? <laughs> Bush, Rolling Rock. Like. That shit, man. By the way, I drank Rolling Rock. I, I actually really enjoy that cheap ass beer. It was the only beer that you could walk into Walmart with a twenty dollar bill, go get the the thirty pack, and then walk out with like two three dollars and change. That's disgusting. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> that meant that meant that if you had ten and you could con somebody else to ten, you could get another case of beer. Which would tell you guys that I sound like like that whole statement sounds a little alcoholish, alcoholicish. Eh, you was probably undiagnosed. Oh, no, that's exactly what I wanted to actually say. Is like from the 21. So I drank all that beer, put on all that weight. But I realized I was like, I was just continuing to do so. It was it became like everything. Uh, and, and it was not my first time drinking. It wasn't like it was like a whole fucking new experience for me to be able to drink and get drunk. If I'm honest, because you can't call CPS on a nigga that's 30 years old. I mean, that's damn near 30 years old. My first drink was uh, I was two years old. I fucking hate this story, but go on. I know you hate this story, but I'm, I'm going to go. It's annoying. Of course, because. It's a it, dumb flex. At one, at one point, exactly. That's what I'm saying. At one point in time, I really did tell this story as like a weird flex, like to talk about how much or how good or how like how much my tolerance was for drinking and different things like that. It's a dumb ass story. It was just it's a weird a ter- time to put your dick out. Exactly. <laughs> it's a dumb ass story. And on top of that, it's not very good parenting. Like it, it was, it was a, it was a bad time. <laughs> should have yeah. did that. Uh, I mean, we laugh about it now cause it was funny. And of course the aftermath of it, um, was hilarious as well. It, hilarious is in like terrible, probably terrifying for pops. But, uh, when I was two years old, my dad had left a, a like a tall boy on the counter. Uh, or excuse me, on the table. We were sitting on the couch watching TV, bullshitting. Pops left a, a tall boy on the counter. He let it get hot. Now, my pops did not want to drink a hot beer. So he got up, went to the kitchen, grabbed a beer, came back. Now, I'm sitting on the couch with my dad. He's watching TV. He's drinking, having a good time. He just wants to sit with his son. So we're having a blast, just me and him. And uh, he was drinking his cold beer. As he was drinking, he looked over and noticed that as he took a drink out of his beer, I was taking a drink out of the uh, out of the fucking hot fucking hot, beer. hot beer on the probably table. had cigarette ash and shit in it too. Uh, Maybe, but I was drinking the shit out of it. So he was drunk and thought that shit was funny. And uh, so I mean, like, so he kept drinking, I kept drinking. So every drink he would take, I would take. Finally, he finished it. I finished mine, and he sets his on the counter. I set mine on the table, and we sit there. I don't know how long because I was fucking too. Uh, and we were drunk, just sit there drunk together. And he was laughing. It was fun. He was like, oh, you my nigga if you don't get no bigger, blah, 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 you know. Uh, and uh, he got up to take a piss because, uh, you know, that's what happens when you drink. And uh, he says, I got up. He said, you got up, Junior. And uh, shit, I took two steps. And then you took two steps. And you looked at the flow. And then you looked at me. And then you looked at the flow again. And then you fucking hurled your guts out. You threw up for like an hour, two hours. That's disgusting. Yeah, it was terrible. He was like, yeah, I sat up and I watched you all goddamn night. I cried. I looked at you. I was just like, goddamn. 
And I just sat there and was like stroking your head, thinking about my kid. And I was like, damn, dad. And for a while there, I was like, oh, that's heartwarming. You just sat there and you watched me. You made nah, sure that nigga okay. was nervous. <laughs> I was nervous. It's like, oh, God. Like, I'm going to have to tell my wife about this. That's crazy. I'm going to tell my pregnant wife that my son probably going to die of <laughs> alcohol, poisoning. alcohol poisoning. But it didn't happen. I'm alive here. I do not have brain damage. But what I can tell you, you is, don't know that. I hope not. I was like, if I have brain damage, then it, I think it's affecting me into my superpowers. <laughs> That's it. That's a very toxic way to look at that. But I feel you. <laughs> I know. But uh, no, no, no. So like, so from that time frame on, like, I mean, we, I've heard stories about drinking things to that degree. And my pops, uh, from what you probably can infer, uh, he, he did his, his own fair share of drinking uh, pretty much as long as I could remember from like from cognizantly being small. Like being little, uh, my, my father I was always drinking. Well, not always drinking, but he always was like uh, ready to drink or excited to drink. Yeah, I mean, it was just something he liked to do the past time. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I and mean, now that he don't drink, it's like it's weird to see it. It's a whole different thing because like suddenly the vibe is like different. Like, what am I doing? Because it used to be the pastime. It was something to do. We all sat around and drank and had fun. And, and I still do that to this day. Uh, my father, uh, I didn't probably get a chance to mention this, uh, has had a lot of health issues in the past. You've definitely talked about it. Oh, yeah. What I meant was is that the fact that he stopped drinking. I think we have talked about it. We yeah, def- yeah, yeah, sure. We definitely have talked about the, the crazy change in our dad's lifestyle and how like it kind of affected us and, and seeing him in a different light. And that's because like from the time that we were little, my father has always drank. But that's not just my dad. I can't put that on him. Is that like my whole family, we all drank. And I think that most people could probably attest to like it being, or I don't know, say necessarily say most people, but a lot of people in lower income houses and homes could probably say that drinking was uh, something that brought together the family or something that everybody sure. did. You know, uh, my grandma still fixes me a drink when I pull up to the house in the crib and, uh, you know, never to just get me drunk or anything like that. But she knows that I like alcohol. I like to drink and she does too. For sure. And so like, it's crazy. I was thinking about that. It was like, I was like, oh, wow, that's alcoholism, like, hereditary. That's like... I mean, uh, I don't know if it's hereditary. I just think that... Like, past now. I, I meant, like, it's like past now. I just like, sincerely believe people who are, like, from lower income just have a different relationship with alcohol. Which is just, like, nobody's really... Nobody really sees anybody as an alcoholic unless, like, it's affecting you on a physical level. Like, yeah. if you're not getting your ass whooped on a regular fucking basis... You're not going to sit up there and be like, my dad's an alcoholic. No, because like, I was like, what I meant, like, I meant real alcoholics. Like, motherfuckers that smell like, like, they're when they walk by and their sweat smells like alcohol. Like, you know. Shit, me too. At, like, you know, noon. You know, it's, it's fucking, that's a wino. That's a drunk. Like, I don't even know where that fucking. The wino thing. From. Like, I really don't. I think it's old school. But, like, I, after I heard wino the first time, I was like, oh, I'm going to use that. Like, and I think that was when uh, Eddie Griffin's uh, Dysfunctional Family was the first time I think I heard the term wino. And I was like, oh, drunk nigga, like drunk nigga on the street. And after that, I heard it a lot. Like I watched it in other movies and shit, but it's always some old nigga talking about being a fucking wino or some shit like that. Right. Just the end all be all fuck nigga shit. Exactly. But the thing was that nobody was like, you're not an alcoholic until you're there. Like until you're fucking like drinking Sterno or fucking like, you know, once you're diagnosing or, or like trying to alleviate your problem with like more alcohol than the body is supposed to be tolerating or anything like that. Like uh, for us, hell, you drank at funerals, you drank at birthday parties, you drank at like fucking weddings, reunions. It was just the normal thing to do. Hell, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine, her grandparents, they called beer soda. Who the fuck did that? Uh, I don't, don't name drop yeah, them, I was but like, I'm in the docks. same vein. You can tell me offline, but that's fucking weird. Yeah. 
But I've, that, that's not the first time that I've heard that. But I thought it was just a fucking old. But I do remember like being young and being like, oh, this shit kind of tastes like soda. Yeah. And it wasn't like I didn't have that same like, oh, this is a disgusting reaction. Yeah, like, yeah, a lot of people are really not like about that. Like I see so many people and, I, and maybe that's media changing. Like once upon a time, that wasn't the case. But like kids with beer, like nowadays you see a kid like sip a beer or some crazy shit like that. They're like, they spit it out. It's like, oh, this is disgusting. Like kids did it back then, too. It's true. Like a lot of they kids. They had that one like episode it. of Tiny Toons. It was really good. Oh, yeah. One beer. <laughs> yeah. Them niggas was. <laughs> <laughs> they was on it. That's but like the, my favorite episode. But, but what's even funnier, though, is, is that like, so you got Tiny Toons talking about like, yeah, one beer type shit, right? Oh, them niggas killed like, they, <laughs> them niggas got in a fucking drunk driving accident off of one beer. They, sh- <laughs> they split three ways. <laughs> I'm sitting up here like, damn, that's crazy. That's wild, Tiny Toons. Y'all really out here trying to affect the youth. Uh, but now I remember, uh, fuck me. Remember Tom and Jerry? Little fucking Tiny Mouse getting drunk on one and shit like I that? I try not to remember Tom and Jerry. Coming up with the hiccups and shit. I mean, hey, look, I was not the and biggest the baby, Tom and the Jerry fucking, fan. The, that the shit fucking, just gone. The mouse's name was Nibbles, bro. Nibbles! There you that's go. the fuck that nigga's name is. I fuck with Nibbles. Tom, Jerry, Nibbles, Spike, uh, Tyke. Was that his The fuck if I know. A lot of this shit not canon. So I don't Spike really not canon? Is I don't real? think I don't think Tyke is Chuck, canon. Is that real? Not a was it Chuck Larry? Chuck? Uh, Fuck if I know, bro. I'm not from that era. Yeah, but we watched the goddamn. Cartoon. Yeah, but I'm not from that era. It really, is true. But I'm I, not even one of them. Nigga's name is Chuck. Chuck something. Chuck, it's Chuck Larry. Chuck Larry. Yeah. yeah. I just remember that shit because when uh, late. But I, I like, don't think that he made that shit. And if my phone wasn't dead, I would show you. Yeah, mine is mad dead. Otherwise, I'd look it up. But y'all didn't come to us for the fucking facts. Y'all came to hear us speculate bullshit and talk about. <clears throat> I, I don't kidding. know what they came here to do. Yeah, I actually don't know why y'all are here. No, I'm kidding. I, I love it. I love it. Uh, I, I appreciate people that gather to like listen and talk and build a community and shit like that. But no, back to alcoholism and shit. I just was thinking about like how that shit affected me, right? Because like from the time that I was little, I was always like, yeah, cool, drinking, drinking, drinking. And uh, I think it was, I think I, I slowed down drinking like after the fucking dope fiend, uh, <laughs> the dope fiend advice story, like way back when, when I like drove. Like, I basically autopiloted for 30 miles blackout until I got fucking pulled over and shit like that. After that, Wano told me I should definitely stay. I'm oh, sorry, not that Wano. But after that, Dope Fiend told me I should definitely stay where the fuck I was. Uh, I was like, oh, wow. I think I really might have, like, a bit of an issue. Like, I'm really out here just, like, getting blackout drunk on a daily. And I, I, like, I started to slow, like, way down on the drinking stuff like that. It wasn't the only time I'd ever blacked out and, like, ended up in another place, like, I think the one time that re- the one that the, the one that really scared me was after I had that situation with the uh, the autopilot and getting pulled over and shit like that after that party. Uh, I was at another friend's house, like fucking getting drunk as balls. And uh, I remember very clearly they were like, yo, uh, why don't you just leave your keys? Yeah, just give me your keys. Uh, we're, we're collecting all the keys at the door because we're all going to be here tonight. We're going to spend the night. And my black ass was like, nah, I don't think I'm going to stay here. I think I'm going to drive back to Palestine <laughs> where I need to, like where I, where I have a bed and I'm going to go sleep. And the funny thing is, I, I, yeah, I know I had a bed at the time. So I was like, where I have a bed and I can go sleep and shit like that. So I literally remember walking out of the door and then black, like it was black. I woke yeah, up. Yeah, that's, that's 100% a sign of having a fucking problem. Yeah, absolutely. So when I woke up, right, because I knew I had work the next day at like 8 a.m. And I left that place at like uh, probably like three thirty, like three thirty a.m. So I was like, I'm gonna have a thirty minute drive for three and a half hours of sleep, and then I'll drive back thirty minutes, no problem. And I was like, cool, I'm gonna make it. And uh, 
So I decided to drive through town, which was probably a good idea uh, because I was blackout fucking drunk. And uh, I woke, I, I, I remember leaving, walking out the house, I had my keys in the hand and I wake up on a side street. Uh, you remember where uh, fucking Mango Lean used to live or TDG used to live? Yeah, I know where the fuck. Yeah. yeah. So like, you know how close that is to the hospital? Yeah. You know, daycare at the edge of the road, like right there at the stop sign? Yeah. What about it? I woke up with my foot on the brake just at that stoplight. Beautiful. This was like, wait, beautiful. is my car, I like woke up, it's fucking daytime. I was like, is my car on? And is my foot on the brake? Were you in park at least? Uh-uh. Oh, well, shit. I fell asleep with my foot on the fucking brake. Yeah, you were really fucking stupid. I bro. was dumb, dumb, dog. When I looked back, when I looked back on that situation, hell, when I, when, I, when I woke up and came to, I was like, why the fuck am I here right now? How the fuck did I get here? Why is the car on? Like, Oh shit! Have you ever tried to like back like backtrace your fucking steps? Absolutely, and I think I like I slowly got like little flashes, and I realized what happened was is that luckily I made it all the way into town, past and around the curve where our parents almost died. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, because I went the back way uh, from. Uh, I know where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I was like, so I, I make it all the way through the country streets, all the way down up Bolton, and then I guess what happened was is I was like, no. I'm too messed up. I need to find a place to park or something. <laughs> like I, that's what I think. Even though mom's crib is like right, right there. down the road, but I didn't want to show up at mom's house drunk again because I had a habit of like I would get drunk, blah blah yeah, blah. That's a piece of shit ass habit. Yeah, exactly. I'd get drunk and then I would just be like, I would come home because I knew I had a key. So I'd come home, I would unlock the door, I would go in there, and I would like lay in our old room. I go like I'll fall asleep because they would be asleep and I'd just wake up. Like I would either wake up really early and leave, or I would catch like our stepdad on the way out. And he was like, "Oh hey, long night," and I'd be like, "Yeah," <laughs> and then I'd be gone. I would say hi to mom, love on her, and stuff like that, and I'd be like, "Yeah," heading back to do whatever I was gonna do. And you wonder why motherfuckers don't <laughs> want to fucking have you around. It, well, I, damn, yeah, it's true. It's because like for a very long. Well, you time, wondered. I'm not saying that that's what yeah, you're doing no, now. Like, Absolutely. But I am saying like it is fucking cumbersome to have like yeah, some like piece some of shit dude just come in and who just time. can't get his fucking life straight busting into your shit. Yeah. Asking and fucking for your up food. your stability. <laughs> oh, cause you I mean, I'm glad you slowed down. Yeah, no, I like I had to. Because after that I don't you know what's wild? I don't feel like you necessarily had to. No. Because you did not have any external responsibilities to stop you from doing that shit. Yeah, you're right. I didn't have any kids. I wasn't necessarily like uh, I didn't have like some crazy, crazy job. Like I was maintaining work mostly. Kind of, you know, between, uh, you know, I had, I had time frames where I'm doing really good. And then other times like where I get like dumb depressed. But during that time frame, dude, I was so depressed. I was real fucked up because like uh, I just felt like I had gotten back on my feet after like having a whole after having like that bullshit apartment thing in Tyler, where like essentially I was living in a two bedroom house with seven niggas like, well, Four dudes and, and I mean, it women. started out. It started out like it started out real nice, and I had like I was living with my best friends. I was like, this is gonna be great. Luckily, then, I know, archived all those fucking uh, all those fucking Instagram photos. Oh, you still have those? Yeah, I archived them. I don't want to see them. Fuck yeah, I love that shit. I can't wait. I, I was, I'm not showing you, nigga. You don't need that. I'm I'm not dealing with your depressed ass for the next couple of hours. <laughs> I'm not gonna be depressed after like this. Whatever you say, King. It's be fun, but it was sad. It was a sad time. But yeah, I I was living with my best friends, and then that kind of deteriorated, and then like. The flood happened, and it just became like again seven people in a two bedroom apartment, and uh, I lived like that for like a year, 
moved back in with moms. So like, uh, I, I like by the time I turned 21, I was very, I had enough like issues to try to like pound back a couple of, uh, you know, gallons of liquor over the course of a couple sure. of years. Sure. But, uh, no, I mean, I, got it took me, it took me waking up like that, like parked and oh, not parked, but like just sitting there and like right there by the hospital. And I that. feel like that's not the full story. I feel like honestly speaking, right? What? Because I really did think that you stopped after you almost fucked my shit up. You did nah. this shit. You was at my. You was. I was in your car. God damn it! I was in your. That was I was in your car doing a lot of dumb shit. Yeah, you I was really was. But like that time was right after because I was living in Palestine at the time. But that was like when I lost that house. Because mm-hmm. I was like, and the weirdest thing about that house was was that I was in a really good. I was in a really good situation. I was staying with a friend. His, his, I, was, I was staying with a friend. Uh, his mother was letting us rent the place. And, uh, yeah, she owned the spot. She just let us move from, like, different place to place, depending on what homes she was renting out at the time. And it was really cool because the rents was super low. But the fucked up crazy thing was is that wild shit just always kept happening around me. And that, I say that, like, wild shit happened around me, but it was because I was, we were just, I was wild. Like, within my first. You weren't. You weren't- you didn't have stewardship on your fucking brain, bro. No, no. And I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this now is like, I have a problem with carelessness. Don't say that now. No, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll be straight. Like, it's just sometimes like in my brain, there's just so much like fuck it that goes along. Like th- that goes through my brain where it's just like, okay, the consequences of this situation are not going to outweigh my current not want to do this or my current like that's crazy yeah and it's it, it, it it's something that i battle with because it takes me a lot to just be like yo you have to do this like you you have to give a fuck and like i, I hate to break it down like that because it sounds like you know, that that i just don't give a fuck but it becomes like i say carelessness is that i get excited or i get make like mixed up in this shit like you that. easily I, distracted exactly and i don't think about like there's a moment where something lapses in my brain i stop thinking about what i'm doing and dumb shit happens like right I got a, I got that, that new house. Like she had just moved us into the nicest house I'd ever lived in. I, I stayed there for eight months. But within the it's still first, the nicest house. Yeah. Ever lived in. <laughs> oh, this is, this is pretty nice. It's, it's okay. But it's, it's not, pretty, it's, it's, it's not as nice as that. The one that you had over it's there. True. I like that. Place. That bitch was nice. It, I, I love really it. like that. Place. Uh, but essentially like uh, within the first uh, two weeks of being in that motherfucker, like I had that new year's like get together. Right? Yeah, and then what's that your name I, broke that fucking Exactly. What's your name uh, busted down that fucking window. And I was like, damn, that's two weeks in. We just got here. This is the nicest fucking place we had. And now I got to tell them because they don't like drinking. They didn't want us to like, they didn't care if I drank. Right. But they didn't want like a big ass like rager. They didn't necessarily want a lot of people at the house. I kind of did this on the whim, just kind of did what the fuck I wanted to. And I invited some people over because I was like, nigga, I pay rent here. Like, I'm not throwing a big ass party. It's not going to get crazy. And then literally within the first like 15 minutes of everybody being there, fucking like, what's your name? We haven't even cracked a beer. He just walked into the glass door. It was, like, clean glass. It was a clean ass glass. It was clean glass because we had a cleaning lady like uh, her, her name was real cool. She was Maria. Yeah, she came through and cleaned the glass and uh, it was so clean. The homie just walked right into it. And uh, luckily, he didn't fucking get cut up or die or anything. Because if he would have slipped and failed, it would have been bad. Oh, for sure. Because he broke it. It was yeah. just so weird that I was like, I was home. For yeah, that. you were. That was wild. I was showing people around and shit like that. Blam. So I had to explain that shit. And also, you know, the fact that I had people over him I wasn't supposed to. And then shit just started coming up fucking missing. Yeah. It was just like. That's what happens when you have a fuck ton of niggas in your house. Yeah. And it was like, uh, it, a lot of the shit wasn't even me. But it was like, well, yeah, because you had a whole bunch of niggas in your house. It's true. The more niggas, the the Dude. less fucking accountability people take. Yeah, and suddenly like things that that got missing or shit that got lost, 
was suddenly like, yo, and and I couldn't even blame that on like fucking. And it wasn't was a racial thing, but exactly. In there. I was the only. And I know it was. Yeah, it wasn't racial, but it was like it didn't help. It didn't help at all. That it's just like I didn't have a lot of the chips like stacked for me yeah. in that situation. I mean, as long as you acknowledge that you was the irresponsible nigga yeah, in that no, situation. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because the niggas you was with, they they didn't have an irresponsible fucking bone in their body for no. the most part. I mean, like, exactly. I, I, I was allowing a lot of things. Like when my buddy, uh, I had a, a, God damn, he doesn't have an alias. BS. DR? Uh, no, uh, BS. Uh, oh, okay. Sky Knight. Um, I know who the fuck it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was staying with me for a while. And I know, like, he didn't actually, there was nothing that he took. Like, there was not an issue there. It was just mostly that he was like, Leaping on the couch and different shit like yeah, that. You were there, yeah. Like I would be. And at he work. wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah, and he was just staying there. You just got just a like, random tenant in this bitch. Yeah, I was like, yo, he's. Uh, I didn't even clear it. I was just like, yeah, you can. As long as I'm here, you here. Like, right. And uh, you know, the worst type of nigga to live with. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right now it's not so bad, but I've lived with you for years. But I'm slowly realizing that you one of the worst types of niggas to live with. I take a lot of liberties. I just you just make it. a lot of assumptions. You don't really ask for permission much. Nah, it's that whole forgiveness over permission thing. It's not good. Right, but and I'm I'm all about that forgiveness over permission thing. I'm 100% about that. Yeah. I'm 100% about that. I'll be the first nigga to preach about that shit. But the sheer, like, you'll be around niggas that are to be trusted. Yeah. And you'll be like, fuck asking. <laughs> niggas not going to look at you any type of different for any question you ask. But you'll be like, fuck that. Ball out. I do what I want. I'm going to just go ahead and get it. I do what I want. I don't know. I'm not mad at it. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I respect it. I, I got to live under oppressive ass fucking responsibility anyway. I got to live under absolute accountability kind of sort of uh, all the time. <laughs> I get that. And and for me, being so open and shit like that is just because like when I did like right now, uh, I don't own really anything. Like I've got like a couple of I got clothes. Yeah, like a, I think that you keep yourself in that mindset. Yeah, no, that's. Well, that I think I, that you tell yourself that, that you don't I don't own anything. Like a, that way, you don't feel like you lost shit. Yeah, well, I was gonna talk about that as well because it's just like I keep that mentality of like, oh, I don't own anything. But when I did own things or like the things that I do have, like I give freely. I yeah, I agree. Fuck. And that, and so for me, it's just like because I'm so loose with everything that I own, everything I have. Yeah, you 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 assume an extent. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I agree like, with you. I do the same shit. Like, and, you know and it's not like it took me it, it took me moving here right yeah uh because before that it was just kind of like people uh, acclimated to that mentality it was just like okay well you know a, a group thing like you know yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna expect shit from you that i'm not gonna give you in the first place of course so like eventually a lot of people if i live with you adopt that mentality yeah, it doesn't no. always go believe, that way. Believe me, even in my current relationship, like it's hard for me to acclimate to yeah, that's having what I was somebody say. that's not this in a whole. Head. This is a whole different experience, like yeah. getting used to the fact that, like, oh, people were brought up differently than you. Like people don't have that same mentality than you. And a lot of the times, like it's not necessarily the best way. Like it's not your way is not the best way to do this shit. Nine times out of 10, it's just not. Yeah. And so like I, it took me uh, a bit to acclimate to that and understanding that shit like of that. Of course. Uh, and I ain't mad at it. I mean, yeah. it's just like, because even me, I'll just be like, yeah, if I got it, you got it. No matter who the fuck you are. It's like, good. I'm not even likely to, to fucking, you know me, man. I'll give a random nigga $20 yeah, if I feel like he needs it enough to feel validated enough. Exactly. Because it's like, even if you give me some bullshit story, I was like, I don't care what you're going to go do with the money, dog. Right. You felt like the need to ask, like, you I know how it is to have to ask, ask me. Like, I was like, okay, cool. Because I was like, as a nigga that's had to ask him, like, been walking around the parking lot and asking for, like, you know, 
four or five dollars to help out different shit like that. It's happened, you know. yeah. But like you know, it it it, it sucks ass. You don't want to do it, and so yeah, if you can give it, yeah, fuck it, yeah, fuck it. But like whether or not that at any given goes time do, it could be me. Yeah, whatever that motherfucker goes to do with that money, he felt like he needed to go do with that money. Yeah, you know? he felt like he needed to ask a stranger for it. So fuck it. So whether or not I felt like his more like yo know, his his reasoning for that shit, yeah, let Truth. that nigga live. Right. True. Uh, but but uh, for me, when all of that shit went down, right after that, and I moved back into Pop's house, I was like, "Fuck, I'm back in my parents' home, whoopty woo!" Like I'm back working at another fucking call center, and I'd already lost that other job. That was immediately after. I already tell this. I did. I did tell the story about fucking Ernie and Lambert. It's okay. <laughs> Fuck. It's okay. I, I did I'll tell the story about my uh the, my previous job, uh, working at the boys' home and shit like that. All that happened during that same time frame. I lost that job. Cause I came in drunk and I was fucking sleep and I slept through fucking, you know, a, a very crucial moment of the day. You know, I, I worked at another spot. I was at my father's house and like the whole time I'm there, like I'm mad depressed. Right. Over I'm your happy, own fucking yeah, over my own shit. Like I was like, I can't believe I fucked this up. I can't believe I did this. And I'm upset because it's like, damn, you know, I didn't steal a goddamn thing, but because I was so loose. Right. With something that does not belong to me or with an environment that wasn't just mine. It got fucked up. Like it got fucked up. And I was like, how am I supposed to do it? Now I'm back in my parents, like now I'm back in my dad's house and I'm like on the couch, off the couch. Like sometimes I have a room depending on if somebody's around or not. Shit. But I'm up every night, right? Like every night I'm up drinking. I'm up hanging out. This is also the time frame where I was like trying to get back into or like trying to dabble back into like you know, selling, I was stealing more, right. like, you know. And you was trying to juggle a relationship at the time, too, right? Yeah, like I was I was dealing with, I, I wasn't even in a relationship at the time. No, but you was dealing with the, I was dealing you with was dealing like, with a situation at the time. Yeah, exactly. I, I definitely had, like, a lot going on. I had just recently, like, two years prior, no, no, it was that same fucking year. Yeah, all that shit happened in 2015. But yeah, I just got out of a, a long-term relationship and that shit was still like, and that's and ultimately, forth. honestly speaking, I think that that's the shit. That oh, the key, the, the key portion of the depression, yeah. absolutely. Because like, because niggas I went never from, really be yeah, depressed I went from about losing it. a relationship. I had a relationship, right? I had a relationship, a dope ass house, and everything, like, right? Yeah, you had everything. I had everything, and then like, or at least what I felt like was everything. You I was had everything. If, if you was to talk to twelve year old you, you'd be like, oh I yeah, yeah, I'm good to go. You know, fuck it. But then like, I lo- I got out of the relationship. Then I immediately lost the house, and then I immediately had to move in with my like back in with my pops. It's the I downward. Was, Spiral. It was not a fun time. <laughs> so I was I was up like drinking and Pops was up drinking, right? Yeah. But the entire time we're both drinking, like everybody's playing dominoes, but it was what I realized that well, I didn't ever realize that that was bad until much after, but it would be like three or four in the morning and me and dad are still up and we're just looking at each other drinking and we talk and that nigga would cry sometimes because he would just be talking. It's like because I realized that oh shit, like the same way that I'm up like right now with all this shit on my brain and stuff like that. Yeah, this nigga's got 30 years. 30, 40 years worth of, oh, yeah. Not, it wasn't even 30. He wasn't 50 at the time. He was like 20 years because we're 22 years apart. Yeah, 20 years of like time and different mistakes and bullshit that's racked up. And I'm 100% on board with that. I really just hate to see you do quick math in front of me. Oh, yeah, it's bad, dog. (laughs) But go on. (laughs) It's bad. I'm not good with numbers or at least not good with quick math. I don't know what it is. Give me a pen and paper, maybe. I don't know. Math. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I would sit there and look at the nigga. And we'd be just we sit there and drink. And I was like, damn, you know, I really would. I was at first when I first got at the crib, I was like, oh, this is nice. You know, I get to sit up and I get to get to know my father even more as right. an adult. As but an then adult you male. see how how fucking cumbersome that is and it was to just, try to get to know your adult ass fucking parent. Yeah, and it was. I mean, we did. We got we got to know each other a lot, but it was just a oh, moment no, where sure. I realized, oh, damn, dad, you got regrets. Yeah. Oh, damn, dad, like you, like you, like. He would look at me and he's like crying because he's just like, you know, I really hope that I was like, I see you now struggling and shit like that. And I'm just like, God damn, you know. Why ain't I do this? Did I, did I not teach this nigga enough? Did I not have it? Like, I get it. You know, he told, there was the same time frame where Pop's mentality changed about like us being in the house. Like, or, or yeah. about me. Yeah, so it was like me and during that whole time because the house was just always filled with people. It was like me, my brother, like me, our stepbrothers, you know, uh, family, cousins, people that like dad's pets that would come through. But either way, he was just like, you know, what's weird? Like your mama, when you were living at her house, she used to ask you for money, right? She would not ask you for money, but she would make you pay like a bill or something like that. But for me, it was just like, it's whatever. You just be here and you give whatever. Like, you know, if you got it, you can give it. If you can help out, you can. I never asked you for anything like that. But it's like, did I make your life too comfortable? Like, am I making this too yeah, comfortable? Yeah, like, why why are you so willing to be here? Yeah, it's like, I feel like you're too content. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. And you know what? Fucking, he's and fucking he's right. right. You like, I realized, I was like, yeah, he's right. And it took like multiple times to like, of him like of us just drinking and sitting down i was like well i'm i realized i was like okay well I, i'm tired of being this way i don't like I, I am too content maybe i need to move around and and over time i think that was the time frame where me and dad butted the heads the most yeah it was just because like being around him and him being frustrated with his shit and him going through health issues and things to that degree right him already having like changes in his mood and shit like that. i think this is your first time like and i don't even know if that was the case because yeah. like Growing up, I, I kind of realized, like, oh, this nigga's always been this way. Yeah, no. He's- but I think that because of the divorce and all that other shit that was going on, when we was kids, mm-hmm. you was like, oh, you know, dad's the fun guy. Dad. Yeah. And then as you get older and you live with him now, it's like, dad, you're supposed to be the fun guy. What the <laughs> fuck is this? I mean, yeah. Whereas yeah. with moms, it was just like, okay, yeah, you know, moms be tripping, but I've known that she trips. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You be trying to get the fuck out. It's true. The crazy thing about it is like I never thought that Pops was like it was like never that Pops was tripping. It was just like damn dad, yeah, say it like that. Yo dad, that's fucking annoying. Yeah, hurt dad, your fucking feelings. Yeah, like, yeah. And it would upset me, and I would get off the wall, and, and sometimes he hurt somebody else's feelings. I was like, nah, fuck that. And I would stand up, and it just became a point where it was like me and him were butting heads so much that I left and moved into another spot. And I like I started living with uh uh a good buddy, like a, a friend of mine. Like, a lot of that. Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. No alien. I'm still gonna fucking. I'm still yeah, gonna reverse yeah. that. But yeah, <laughs> but uh, I started staying with them, and that's when I got into another relationship and started moving. Up. Well, I was. It took me a while to get into the other relationship, but you know, yeah, that kind of shit. But it was. It was. I was. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga having to do damage control on the timeline. Yeah, nigga. Fucking no shit. <laughs> This nigga looks at me like, hey, yeah. Uh, do me a favor, uh, Make sure that this, I don't know how this time adds up. I'll make it quick. I know I spent a lot of time on this podcast talking about growth and how I never did. But when it comes to this relationship timeline, I took all the time. <laughs> Yo, we don't do that shit. We don't talk about okay. relationships on air. bro. I get it. Oh, God. But no, no, no. I get it. We all got to do a little time on maintenance. On it. <laughs> I was like, wait, how long was that? Wait a minute. <laughs> Give me a second. Everything happened in March. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, either way. So I started staying with them 
and I was uh, and because I wasn't around pops, like I was still, but I realized I was, like that same drinking, right, uh, that I had at the pot at dad's house. I moved and I was still hitting it just as hard, right? Of course. And uh, it wasn't until like probably midway through that, right? Like again, like after I after I blacked out and woke up uh, like on the fucking street with my foot on the brake, I realized I was like, "Yo, you got to slow the fuck down." Like, why are you drinking like this? Like, what is it about this shit? Like, it's like because one, I never like I always believed the same way that cursing and shit like that in my family. I I didn't believe that my pops made excuses for like his behavior or the different things like that. He never said like, yo, fuck you. Like I'm not like my drinking, blah, 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 blah. Is this or this? Like he was always just like, yeah, this is just what I do. I could stop anytime if I actually fucking wanted to. Why I he did it. And he did. He really did prove us all. Like he was like, he definitely proved himself right. He was like, I could stop smoking cigarettes and stop drinking anytime I wanted to, but I don't fucking want to. And I'm not going to stop unless I fucking want to. And I realized, like, oh, I've, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I don't want to fucking wake up blackout somewhere. I don't tired of waking up with fucking headaches from ND 2020. Cause I would cheap. 100% <laughs> be tired of that shit too. Yeah. Like the fact that you just kept doing it for as long as you did. No, oh, no, I was de- like, when you're fucking, like, I was depressed. I was upset. I was upset. I was depressed. I, was I get it, man. I get depression. Yeah. I get it. Well, no, I was, I was just looking for something to fucking cope with. Like, uh, like for a while, there are people that you friends thought feel I was like, like, he was empowered by the depression. Yes, of course, because right. Like, so, like, that's why I was just like, all right, don't nigga. talk, don't talk about it like it was a bad time, nigga. Yeah, you had a like, great time. <laughs> you was doing the shit that you wanted to do, yeah, and then putting, in, you know, putting it under the umbrella of depression. It's true, and I not mean, saying that you wasn't, because nigga, I'd be depressed too. Yeah, but I know what I do when I'm depressed. I sit in bed and I don't do shit. That's the thing. I was never that nigga. Like I, yeah. I was not. I'm not the set. I'm a reckless leather jacket wearing. <laughs> Nah, it's just rosary counting. When I get depressed, smoking with cigarettes, (laughs) I want to be in a jovial situation. I want to be. Yeah, you want to. You want to. You want to shove it. Yeah, I want to. Absolutely, and it's not. It doesn't manifest itself right until you see the shit that I do in excess. Agreed. It's just like oh, you know, suddenly, and and that's what the thing is. Is like my boisterous personality, right, turns obnoxious really quick yes it does (laughs) like it doesn't it doesn't take long for it to go from like yo i love this guy this guy's the life of the party never shuts he's not shutting up and he's fucking things up and dropping things that should be fucking with you absolutely you'll see this nigga like his whole life will lose like leave his fucking face it's like oh okay i'm annoying now fine y'all hate me okay that's no problem fine i'll leave (laughs) fine do okay. it, kill me. Okay, <laughs> fine, kill me. <laughs> Shoot me, man. All right, okay. Nah. Nobody was talking about that. Uh, I guess I wanted to get into this shit because, like, I noticed that I had slowed down like significantly. Well, like, I mean, I think you. I don't necessarily like. I like. I sincerely be, believe I you found smash a, a bottle. Like, I feel like you found a, a, a different routine that works for you. Yeah, and yeah. routine is the key to fucking fighting everything. No yeah. bullshit. Thank God if, for you wanna, if you want to, if you want to, yeah, yes, we <laughs> I'm thank kidding. God for I'm playing around. Like, we didn't replace alcohol or anything like that. It was just something like. You smoke a lot more weed than I thought you did. Dog, I smoke a lot of weed. And there's no. people that say, I don't, like, I'm trying to get to the point where I can just, like, Snoop Dogg smoke all the time. God damn. Like, smoke weed every day. Like, for really, what? for real, for real. Bro, oh, where's the fun in that? But, hey, uh, hey. The same reason I like drinking. I'm just <laughs> not that nigga. Yeah. So. 
you know. I might have an addictive person. Actually, for damn sure, I know it. I have an addictive personality. You confirmed. Have and, I, and honestly, with as many like addicts and shit like that in my family, like I definitely know. There it goes. The same that way, logic shit again. The same way that I got a propensity <laughs> for diabetes, I have a propensity for being easily like to, for enjoying the fuck out of like overindulgence is what you're looking for. Overindulgence. That's there a way go. better say. That's there a way better go. way of saying that. There you go. It's just about like taking something and consuming it to the point of not like consuming it to the point. Where it's too much. Yeah. Where it's too much. And I think that's uh in, in dealing with my like religion and shit like that. Like I think, uh, because uh, for those of you guys that don't know, I think I've mentioned it once before. Like I did some ministry work for a while, like uh, a, a ministry in the church and shit like that. And I really was, uh, I, I did a couple of sermons. I was doing some study and I was, I was, I was attempting to see what that world was going to be like. And, uh, realized for uh, I guess when, when niggas in the ministry, right? Like it was like when it comes to church, like I don't know if you've ever been like if you've never been involved in church or something like that. When a motherfucker says, oh, I think I want to talk to people about the Lord or I want to teach people. They say I've accepted my calling. Right. They say, I don't know if it's they or if it's, or if it's just like nigga churches. That's why I, I try not to just make it about like black churches or anything like that, because I don't necessarily know what they call hey, it. Hey, look, we can, we can, if we, if you want, we can, you know, we pushing 52 minutes right now. Oh, I'm going to wrap this keep, up real quick. You know, you don't have to wrap it up. I'm just saying like, look, if you want, we can get into this whole church politics thing if you want to. Yeah. I didn't want to do the whole church thing on this episode. I okay. just want to kind of. It's entirely up to you. Yeah. 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 I want to listen to like, except like they call it accepting my calling. And it was funny because I didn't understand. I was like, well, I understood like what it meant. And I thought I understood what the call was. Right. I was like, okay. So like God wants me to help teach people. Right. Like, it's like, I was like, that's why he blessed me with his words. Cause like, I'm in church and I'm crying and shit like that. Like, Cause I had started going back to church, like right after like all this shit kind of went down, like, uh, right before all this shit went down during all this. Yeah. I was going to church while all this shit was going down a little and, bit before and a little bit. During. Yeah. A little bit before and a little bit during. And, uh, I just felt myself like continuously touched by the presence of God. And I was just like, Oh, I'm fucking crying a lot in church. And then I just realized I was like, Oh, I'm crying a lot in church because there's something wrong. Like, I'm upset and I'm not necessarily doing anything with my time. And so like when I felt this pull, I was like, oh, well, it's time to accept my calling. I didn't understand what my calling truly was. I knew that I had something to, that I wanted to do. Right. And I knew that I wanted to do something with my life. And I knew that God had given me something right to do like to, he'd give me a tool or something like that to do that with. Right. So I was like, this is what I need to do. And I tried to, I pursued it for a while and it was just like the medium and things like that weren't necessarily, not that it, it made me uncomfortable, but it just wasn't sitting right. Right. And it took me straying away a lot of times, uh, straying away a lot from the path and trying a, a lot of different shit for me to realize, that, oh, well maybe like there's a way to do this. And I, I'm not a, a preacher or a pastor or anything to that degree. Like I talk to people like just plain as day like I, I can just open my mouth and try to like share my experiences and knowledge and, and and try to relate it to life uh and try to give people as much of 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 my experience or as much of uh advice not necessarily advice that i can that's what the, this whole point of the podcast is for right i talked about all this alcoholism alcoholism and things to that degree to kind of like put it on people's minds and thought processes like yo why like if you are dealing or or currently if you feel like you have a problem or if you haven't necessarily recognized that you have a problem, but if you find yourself blacking out all the fucking time, like, you know, think about why you're drinking, how much you're fucking drinking. Like I say this now with a drink in my hand, like I'm drinking right now, but like, I'm noticing that I don't have the same, uh, 
You're not drinking with the same amount of yeah, fervor. Exactly. Yeah. I don't have the same intent. You're not trying to this. drown yourself in some shit. Exactly. It's like just like take some moments, everybody. If you have like uh, if you if you have or feel like you've ever had a problem or if you don't know how to address that situation or if you feel like you're just drinking too much, like understand that like reason is everything. Like I guess intent is everything. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of I kind of lost. I'm, I'm actually I'm I'm going through some shit mentally yeah. myself. So like. I'm not the nigga to fucking talk to about that shit. So you feel like you're still fulfilling your calling? Yeah, actually. That's the weirdest thing about it is that like the more and more that I do with the podcast, the more and more that I push for this kind of stuff, like the better I feel. Like, and I know that I could lean into this more and probably and, and even do more about this. But like, I think that that like I, I hesitate. I have problems like moving and executing. Uh, just because like, I'm like, oh, I don't necessarily know what the fuck I'm doing or, oh, I don't necessarily know how to get that done or I don't know if that's going to sound good. And and I find myself thinking about shit in different ways and manners that I didn't necessarily think about when I was when it came to like my time in the church or the ministry. Like the the best sermon I think I ever wrote. Right. Was like it was like from Ephesians five through like Ephesians eight. And it was all about the family and things like that. I thought that was the most cohesive thing in the world. But I realized the reason I loved that is because it was talking about the community. It was talking about building from there. And I was like, okay, I fuck with this. But the thing is that I can't stand up in the por- the pulpit, right, and look at everybody out there and just be like, yeah, I fuck with this. Jesus was like, these motherfuckers here, yada, yada, right? But that's my speech in vernacular, right? Moses was a motherfucker. Uh, Moses was, a, and I, here, we, here we go with the religion stuff, but sometimes I, I, because I did so much study, I have these fucking metaphors and shit that I can relate back to. But if you look at Moses, the nigga had like a, a lame tongue, like the nigga didn't speak well. So God let Aaron, his brother, take over and do that for him uh, or take over and do the speaking for him, that kind of shit. It's like, no matter what the situation is, like, I have to realize that, oh, you know what? just because I don't necessarily know how to how to speak about it or what I'm doing. Like I can continue to push this. So like, you know, I guess that's the whole point of the podcast. And in, in any case, it's like, yeah, I feel, I still feel like I'm fulfilling my calling. I like when I sit down in front of the mic and I start just like, kind of like speaking, especially if I've gone through and done some research, this is probably the most comfortable that I feel on a regular. Yeah. That, that, that was just uh Kind of what was sitting with me. I was just I mean, like, I, I'm, I'm chewing on what you're saying. Yeah, I'm chewing on what you're saying because it's just like, on one hand, I could, I, like, I agree. You don't have to serve anything, God, whatever, yeah. in the same capacity. Mm-hmm. But I think that the the biggest thing to me with like any religion or any calling or anything that you say is your calling, mm-hmm. um, it's more serious than what I think niggas let it be. I feel you. I feel you. Like, like, I think that they, I think niggas look at it trying to find the easiest way out of it. Okay. The easiest way to fulfill their shit without actually doing it. Yeah. You don't have like, to put like too say, much Like, like one thing that annoyed the fuck out of me going to church, uh-huh. like, and maybe this is just exclusively a black church is like niggas talking about their quote gifts. Ah. And I, I, I get what <laughs> you're saying. Like, I see you working towards some shit, but like niggas sitting up there talking about their quote gift i've got the gift of prophecy i I got the gift of voice that's why i I come up here and i sing these off-key fucking i come up here and i sing these off-key ass fucking solos because nobody is going to like god yeah no nobody's going to criticize me here in this church because i can't sing right it's just like yeah yeah, there's, there's a certain amount of duty and responsibility that i feel like has to come with being in service or in exercising a gift 
that I don't feel like people take seriously enough. And I think that's one of the reasons why I just haven't been to church uh, in a long, long enough time where I have no desire to go to church. Yeah, right it's now. been a minute. It's, it's like I still my relationship with God is still my relationship with like God. Like, it could be better. Well, I, I never I'm talking about myself. No, like, I, I'm just saying in general, it's like your relationship with your God, you work, you work out your own soul salvation. Like, yeah. you know, and so when it comes to church and things like that, there are a lot of things that people have told you are requirements for that kind of shit. That's not. Well, I, I, <clears throat> the thing is, right. So if you would have asked me like five years ago, I'd be like, yeah, that's not a fucking requirement. Fuck that. Yeah. Do what the fuck you want to do. You know what I'm saying? It's you and your relationship with God. And, I'm, and, and now that I'm like later, now that I'm like older again. And I'm seeing all these niggas that are just saying like, "Oh, it's my relationship with God." Blah blah blah. Yeah, but that became the excuse. It, it became right, like right. A, that, now that's an excuse yeah. for you not to do something, or for you not to feel like you really need to fucking go work on you or go get some extra right. like, go get the like, food. You're, like, you're you're exploiting the fact that you know that God is going to let like is going to be okay with you like no matter what, and He's going to love you right no matter and, what. And that just lets you be an asshole whenever you fucking feel like yeah, it. because it's my own soul salvation right. And it's just like, okay, whatever. Like, yeah, maybe it's getting about time for me to go back to church. But it's just like, nigga, it's so hard to find a church that gives a fuck. That's a big deal. That's, <laughs> that's a big deal about it is just like finding a spot, not only that gives a fuck, but a place that you can feel at home. Because I feel like. I don't even need to feel not at a, home. Like, not at because home. Because like though. nowadays I'm realizing like, yo, a lot of that shit just, it, it, it was just not all of it. Right. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that shit was like lip service. Oh, yeah. For like single moms to fucking, you know, whatever. Have a place to go. Like have, have a, a place to go on Sunday and chill. Like not not to shit on it, but it's just like, ah oh, man, come on, man. Like nobody's in here thinking for themselves. Everybody's just kind of like doing shit. Like yeah, there, there has to be a mixture of community and free thought that I just don't feel like most churches allow. No, and I think that honestly, I was happy to have had a lot of church experience because we we've we did a lot oh, of church hopping like as small children like. We went to a lot of different churches, okay. uh, and then like when we finally like we've been going to the same one for like 20 <laughs> yeah. So I was about to say once mom and dad like divorce finalized and mom got remarried and different shit like that. We like nigga, we was in that we was at we yeah. was at AFC for a grip, bro. That's what I'm saying. From the time that because you had to think, I was 11 when our parents divorced, right? We were we had just bro, stopped we was, going to we was, Metro, bro. We was going to AFC when pops and them was still together on Sunset, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like so that, we were just like we were still there, but it wasn't long before that. Like we were like eight or nine. Yeah, okay. Like oh, excuse me, I was like eight or nine. You had to be like in camera because Cameron was like. I popping. remember the time. I remember the time period. <clears throat> so like, uh, we were there for a long time, and I really f- consider that honestly my church home. Me too. Like I'll, I'll always talk about that, but it was a very unorthodox place to go to church at times. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. To say it was all unorthodox and that we were like, we had no like blemishes or anything. I, I've just talked to more people lately uh-huh. and I, I've reminded myself of like, oh, yeah, that's what I fucking hate. But I'm also like, I'll take this experience over to fucking big mega church or weirdo. Oh, anytime. Fucking CB anytime. shit. The, the, like, but some people have that. Some people like, I don't look down on motherfuckers for like how they choose to fucking like enjoy their time with God or assembly or whatever, or anything to that degree. I I just find it sometimes impersonal and shit like that. But that's on, that, that's up to me. I guess. But I also reasons. think that like the, the entire lack of desire to study shit. Oh yeah. And like, you know, really engross yourself in like what the fuck you're signing up for is like, yeah, you know, that, that's, that's part of the reason why I'm just like, eh. Oh yeah. No, I've seen the, being the fact that I, I gave it a shit, like I, I was participating in that for a long period of time. Cause I, after afterwards, I really don't know. Cause like 
I don't know how to fucking like phrase uh, what it is because it's like I participated in the ministry. I was in the ministry. I was a minister. Like you know, like, like I had a like people called me a a, a minister, and I what can't necessarily say I've been ordained, but I have passed a class or two, and like uh, so I have some qualifications. But I'm not trying to out here getting motherfuckers married. But during know. my time during my time there, like I saw a lot of people. I saw people come and go. I saw people like get their resolve, lose their resolves, have doubt. You know. I, I've saw like you know preachers and pastors be real people, be real men, like you know. Yeah. And and so it but wasn't. I, I, that I, I'm starting to like. I, okay. I, I I don't know. I don't know. We can we can put that on another. Yeah. No. I was like fucking episode. Definitely. Definitely a, a lot. But to I talk do about think I, I do. I am starting to realize like there are certain positions in this world where you're not allowed to be a real man. Yeah. Or like a real person. Yeah. Like you there's know? there's some areas where like honestly I feel like the office of the president for a long time was something where you had to be a bit of like a fucking like monolith. You had to be shit, a guy. You still have to be. Yeah. Well, you should be. <laughs> like, uh, shit, I sincerely believe it. I think that you're, you're the face of that fucking. So when you become the face of something, yeah. then you're not allowed to be quote, a real person. You're not allowed to have those public mistakes. Yeah. You're not. the. That's how you get corruption and shit. Yeah. But like, y'all wouldn't accept a nigga if he was fucking real. Yeah, you can't just accept himself. a regular motherfucker. Like, you know, yeah. If they if they if they told you that fucking uh let me think of the most if they told you Paul Rudd was the next pair like the next president I'd be cool with it yes he because I feel it. like he's got a clean ass image I was trying to think of somebody it's like if you would have told Rob me like, Schneider it's like it's like yeah Rob Schneider's the president I don't know enough about his personal life to be like nah but he doesn't look like a president is what I mean I mean even still like I don't think that that's what it is though mm-hmm. and like that's what I'm starting to realize it's like it's it's got nothing to do with how you look and it's got everything to do with what you present. I'm saying like you can be an ugly nigga but present handsome, so that's true. You know, like give a fuck. Okay. Like you need a nigga who's gonna put their best face forward every fucking time to do certain shit, and that's why I was just like, ugh. So general consensus really is just like you know <clears throat> that there are positions out there in this world where like it kind of saps you of what's supposed to be like. Well, it kind of saps you of the humanity, like of your humanity. Like you have to be like. Yeah, like you something give up. Like you literally have to give up your humanity for that. And oh yeah, you become you literally stop being you as a person. You start becoming that title. Yeah, you become that profession. And I think that's why like nuns and fucking like uh, priests and shit go the route that they do because it's just like, hey, look, I know what I'm doing. Like the yeah. sacrifice that I'm deciding to. I'm deciding to live my life in service. Yeah. And I think that 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 there's I don't think that's a that's a bad thing always, right? That that. There are I'd venture to say that it's got <laughs> like it's got its place. It's not for me. It's not for anybody that I know. But yeah. it has its place, and the place is important. Absolutely, and I think that once you have like the title is there's a reason why the title's important in the first place, right? Is that like you know once you once you put this on like you stop to be like a police officer. Like I think that that's a situation where like of course they are regular people, right? But we hold we should hold them to a certain like esteem. We should hold. I don't them think to a that, yeah. I don't think the cops get to be regular people. No, I don't think so either. I don't think you get to have like those angry outbursts. I don't think that you get to have lapses in judge. Like, well, you get to have lapses in judgment, but everything that you do because of that power elevates the consequences. Agree. Elevates the possibility. Well, of even just like more than more so than consequences, but it's just like it, it should. Me- it, you should feel a moral obligation to do certain shit as a police officer, as a nun, as a fucking priest yeah. or a pastor, whatever the fuck. You should feel some sort of moral obligation to, to live as clean as possible. So, I don't know. It's, it's just some fuckery. You know, I'm just like, eh. Yeah. You, here you talk about gifts and, you know what I'm saying, push forward and shit like that. And me being like, I feel that. I fuck with that. But also in the same vein, 
to much is to to who much is given, much, much is required. required. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. And it's like, what are you doing with that kind of shit? Are you really saying that you have a gift? Are you using this as just an opportunity to kind of like? And is this something that you were willing to put on yourself? Yeah, for a foreseeable time frame. Yeah. Yeah. Or this period. A, or, or just yeah, forever. I don't know. I'm one of the niggas that believe that <clears> once <throat> you say you got something, or once you say you are something, you're pretty much that thing forever. Yeah. It's true. And so what I like, that's why when I like stood up and I like, you know, said I'm accepting this calling. And well, and, and, and that's like, why I was like, I, I, maybe we should wait for another episode. Oh, shit. yeah. To because kind of get more. because what I wanted to say for the most part is like sometimes your emotions be so fucking amped up. Oh, yeah. Your, your fucking mindset be so fucking whatever. Or you feel like you feel something. And then you get there and you realize like, oh, yeah, that was yeah. I was lunching. Absolutely. And I think uh, I think what that was is like because it did it that time period taught me how to kind of <clears throat> settle down like and, and buckle down and do some studying for something that was bigger than me. Right? Yeah. And I think it was the first time that I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about something that wasn't like, oh, this is not my life. This is my like experience is like this is an opportunity to really like give information to people and like teach. And like I led Sunday school for like a good solid six, seven months. And I was just like, oh, like, this is wild. I had a men's class and I'm like I'm only 22. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I'm, I don't know shit about it's being a setup. That's what it is. Uh, <laughs> oh man. But uh so when I had that opportunity, I was like, damn. It, it just it taught me a lot. It just made me realize it was like, okay, I think that the title is wrong, right? Yeah. I, was like, I think that maybe I went like I learned a lot from this and I'm gonna try to take this and, and operate it and like God is gonna cover me all the way through this. But like I, I guess I talk about talents and gifts and shit like that. Because for the longest time, I didn't want to talk about it because I didn't think I had. Like I, I, not I mean, I everybody got one if you, if you believe in it. Exactly. But it was just something that I very much said, like, people were like, oh, you're so talented. You're so well-spoken, blah, 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 blah. And I would look down on that kind of shit because I was like, stop trying to pump me up with these random words you keep saying that make it sound like, like, every time you say these words, like, oh, you're talented or you're well-spoken or like, uh, oh, you're just so good at this or yada, yada, whatever the fuck. All this praise and shit essentially amounted to me is like, oh, this is just going to be more for you to expect out of me. Right. There's more expectations. That's more, just, that's more fucking rope to hang myself Yeah, it's with. like you really are trying to, like, just give me more of an opportunity to show you that I don't have any of these things and to, to, you're setting yourself up for disappointment by telling me all this shit. I call it a talent and gift now just because it was like, oh, I don't think that, like, I had to realize that, oh, the people the people around me aren't all stupid. The people that love me aren't, like, crazy. Yeah. They're not out here to see me fail. They're they're saying this because they genuinely believe it. Yeah, they're trying shit. to hype you. They're not, not trying to hype you up, but they, they believe it and they want yeah. you to know. And, and hopefully so. you do something with it. Exactly. And that was the but whole also, thing. But also, fuck I, that. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, stop telling me, like, uh, Stop telling me that I need to fucking uh you know like live up to some kind of potential or some shit like that. Got me fucked up, man. I'm not I'm not fucking with it. <laughs> no, for real though. And uh, that's why I was like, you know what? Uh, when I started the podcast, when I got into it, I didn't want it to be about anything else but uh, like my own gumption and uh, the production coming just straight from us. I didn't want it to make it to be about like uh, some crazy mass event or anything like that. Of course, yeah. It's a good episode, nigga. Good episode. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You know, I just wanted to uh, take a chance. It was like, yo, we're we're getting into the second season. You motherfuckers like it when I'm personal. You niggas like to hear shit. We don't know that. <laughs> the best the best performing episodes is the ones where I'm talking about. Give some fucking feedback, please. Yeah, I would love to. Please. I would love to hear it. Please, please, please. Uh, but we will be uh continuing to put shit out there. We thank you so much. I think that's all I got on the docket today. But uh this is the well spoken token signing off.